0: Redemption's story is a great exchange. He took our sin and gave us his righteousness. He took our sicknesses and made us healed. You see, in now he took our poverty and made us rich. Many Christians will quickly believe he took their sins to make them righteous, but they have problem believing he took their poverty to make them rich. This scripture is a vivid picture of your wealth given to you he said you know the grace and that grace that you know reveals that Jesus was rich he became poor for you so you can become rich now when he became poor for you on the cross he was poor without clothing without protection without his own will there's nothing as poor as that many poor people are always without protection without their own will without necessity He needed water. Did he get water on the cross? He was poor on the cross. They gave him vinegar for water. That's what poor people get. Crumbs for food. Nothing for nourishment. Jesus became poor, so you become rich. Now when you, when you remain and maintain your poverty, you are robbing yourself and you are robbing God
1: hallelujah i'm so glad that we're still on this series of wealth creation tools today we're looking at christ was made poor for you to be rich christ was made poor for your wealth did you know that what christ has become or what he became when he walked on the earth was a great exchange for your situation It's important that we learn and know and change our mindset regarding the subject of poverty. I'll take you right now to the meditation. Then we'll get to the message. I'll be back to pray with you. Hello. Have you been frauded before? Have you faced fraud in any form or fashion? Cyber fraud? Bank fraud? or even physical fraudsters trying to swindle your money away from you with their old type of ideas that they push across to people. I'd like to have your story. I'd like to feature your story in our weekend talk shows. Get to us using the details on WhatsApp 814 is weekend talk shows on love. Kingdom United Podcast. This is the meditation for the month. 3 John two, that is Third John chapter one, verse two. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospered, beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospered. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospered. But thou shalt remember the law thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. But thou shalt remember the law thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. But thou shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he might establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. As the meditation Deuteronomy 8:18 8, God bless you
0: As believers God does not want us to be poor God gave each every, each and every one of us equal opportunities of wealth creation tools And so, if you decide to throw yourself away and be poor, not a problem. But it doesn't mean God is more with you than he is with the people who are rich. It is your understanding, it is your own feeling. It is not God's doing. So, get that straight, first of all. When you are poor, you are not more spiritual. Poverty doesn't make you more spiritual, it actually makes you miserable, and you're not able to understand the scriptures very well because you'll be hungry. How can you read the Bible? You have so many cares in your heart. How can you, you know, it's someone. You feel very, very frustrated. So poverty doesn't really help your faith. However, the Bible says in the book of James, those who are poor in this world, God has made them rich in faith. Can you say man, What it means, you know, many things, many, uh, many technology that you enjoy in this city, in many other places, they don't enjoy it. So they believe God every little thing they pray. Headache, they pray. Infection, they pray. You see, but some of you, every little thing, doctor, doctor. So that's where you see those who are a poor in this world. God has made them rich in faith. The book of James says. In the sense, they have trusted God for every little thing that they that they're going through. Hallelujah. Wealth, wealth, wealth. It's it's given to you. Wealth is given to you. But it's not given to you as wealth. It's given to you as resources. Wealth is given to each one of us as what? Resources. So we have to convert those resources uh, into wealth in the process of using them for the principles of success. Amen? In the book of Second Corinthians, let's read this. Let's give you these graphic pictures before we go. 2 Corinthians chapter chapter 8, verse 9. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. The Bible says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, so Jesus was rich. Amen. Yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Now two things here. One, is natural wealth. And also can be applied to spiritual wealth. You see, this is natural what he's talking about here. Now he says, you know the grace. For you to become rich, you have to know. We come again to the uh, world creation tool of knowledge and understanding. Know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, you know the grace. You know the grace. You know the grace. He became poor. The great exchange. The great exchange. The greatest exchange. Redemption story is a great exchange. He took our sin and gave us his righteousness. He took our sicknesses and made us healed. You see? And now he took our poverty and made us rich. Many Christians will quickly believe he took their sins to make them righteous. But they have problem believing he took their poverty to make them rich. This scripture is a vivid picture of your wealth given to you, he said, you know the grace. And that grace that you know, reveals that Jesus was rich. He became poor for you, so you can become rich. Now, when he became poor for you on the cross, he was poor, without clothing, without protection, without his own will. There's nothing as poor as that. Many poor people are always without protection, without their own will, you see, without necessity. He needed water. Did he get water on the cross? He was poor on the cross. They gave him vinegar for water. That's what poor people get. Crumbs for food. Nothing for nourishment. Jesus became poor, so you become rich. Now, when you you remain and maintain your poverty, you are robbing yourself and you are robbing God. There are two ways we can rob God. One, when we don't give our tithe, we rob God. Two, when we remain poor, we rob God. The reason being, God became poor through the person of his son, Jesus. He became poor. His expression in human became poor. His expression in the flesh became poor so that we might become rich. Now, when we are poor, we are robbing God because God paid for our wealth and now we maintain a poverty status there are two ways you can be poor one you can be poor physically or you can be poor mentally mentally I'm not talking about knowledge academics I'm not talking about that I'm talking about way of thinking mentality your mentality can be poor mentality what don't want this don't want that don't want this you know always looking for local things Local things in the sense, local things doesn't mean it's not good quality. They may have local quality that are very good. When I talk about local things, things that come cheaply. If you have a cheap mindset, you have a poverty mindset. Notice I didn't say economical. Economical mindset is not poor. Cheap mindset is poor. Many people like free things. If you don't like free things, I will pray for you. Everyone likes free things. But if your desire is only for free things, it's what kind of mentality? Poverty. Cheap mentality. So you have to break away from that. So one can be poor physically and one can be poor mentally, in their mind. Not really academic. Not really. I'm not talking about literacy and illiteracy. Haven't you seen wealthy illiterates? People who cannot read very wealthy. Now I'm not talking about those who inherited some big land, the, 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 the daughter of some... Great, 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 great grandfather, who's a Raja, some king. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about poor people who effectively use the world creation tools. I'm talking about illiterates who effectively use the world creation tools and saved and built up their life. Haven't you seen them? They are not very common, but they are there. Are you there? Not in the poverty are here I'm talking about. You see. So it's very, very important that you are not poor physically and that you are not poor mentally. Don't go for cheap stuff. You see, many a times we go for the sale because they said buy one, get one. And actually they have calculated the total amount for the two things you're buying. You are actually buying both of them. But because you've got a mentality of poverty, you keep going back to that uh, 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 more to buy one, get one. Meanwhile, you buy one and you actually buy another one. You bought one and you bought another one. That's exactly what it is. So what I'm trying to say, if you should understand, I take advantage of it. I also share with my brothers. Brothers seats like this in this uh, mall. I bought it, it. was nice. So we do take it. But my mind is not patterned with, oh, there's a there's a sale. I'm going. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a poverty mentality. This is a cheap mentality you you and, and then and you see you see everyone queue here and they say these shirts are free and then you begin to move. once once they said when they see free thing anything that is free will kill you very soon and then and you, say, well, you know why because free things are not justified free things are not justified That's why I mean by, I can kill you. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know. You say salvation is free. God paid for it. God paid for it. Today this message is coming to you freely. Someone is paying for it. It's just that the price tag to you is no charge. But it costs us to bring that free work of salvation to you. It's costly. Salvation is very costly. I mean, immeasurably costly. You cannot measure its cost. Cost God everything to save us. And so each time you say salvation is free, you should remember that it cost God everything to give it to you. Many people who think salvation is free, that's why they are not sharing gospel. Salvation is free. But they are not speaking anything. Because it is free. If you know what the man went through on the cross will share the gospel hallelujah so keep off from cheap mentality tell your friend stay off from that Mm. stay away stay off hallelujah so the mind you know quickly i've given you one picture here in uh second corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 some may debate that, uh, well, it is not about natural finances, it is about um, spiritual, spiritual, spiritual wealth. His spiritual wealth. The very, I agree with you 100%, it is spiritual wealth. Next thing I want to tell you is when a spirit of lie is on someone, what, makes, what does it make the person? Lying. When the spirit of lust is on someone, what does it make the person? Lustful. When the spirit of snake is on someone, what does it make the person like snake? When the spirit of wealth is on someone, what does it make the person rich? So you say spiritual, okay spiritual. You've got to be rich in the natural. Yes, because spirit of lust makes someone holy in the natural. Very lustful. Maybe all of you never was lustful before. And they her brothers and sisters. Mm. See why pastor making his false. <laughs> you people keep, are keeping quiet, you cowboys and cowgirls used to be used to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wealth. Wealth. God destined every one of us to be wealthy, to become wealthy. To become wealthy. Why? When we are wealthy, his covenant on earth is established. His covenant on earth is established because we have dominion. His covenant on earth is established. We have dominion when we are wealthy. I mean, we, what I mean by that is we rule effectively when we are wealthy. When we are poor, we don't rule. No one listens to us. The book of Ecclesiastes says the poor man's wisdom is not regarded. He delivered the city, but no one regarded him because he's a poor man. My wisdom makes me rich. My understanding creates wealth for me. Perpetually, perpetually, my wealth is created. You need to read the book of Job. He said, Thou shalt lay up gold as dust. People put it on their neck. He said, You lay it as dust. You lay up what? Gold as dust. Someone say, I don't need anything, Pastor. I just need only food for myself and my family. You are very stingy. Food for yourself and your family. Who's going to give food to those children without parents? Who's gonna take those people who are jilted and who are, who are put into illegal slavery? Different types of slavery. Who's gonna free them? No, the government. What government? We are sons and daughters of God. We build the broken cities. What are those broken cities? Systems of the earth. The systems of the earth that have been that have been that have been distracted we build those system up by power of the holy spirit so when a man who's righteous when a man who's righteous when he when he becomes wealthy there is hope for the poor there is hope for people around him especially if he has the right concept otherwise he'll take he'll take all god's glory to himself so people say this is spiritual world fine spiritual world but spiritual world will make you manifest natural world. Otherwise, it's not spiritual world at all. Correct? Go to the first three verses of the same chapter. 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. Let's see if he's talking about spiritual world or not. Verse 1. Moreover, brethren, we do you with of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in great trial of affliction, the abundance of great joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberty reality now you need to understand when you say that deep poverty he's not trying to say god made them poor but he's trying to say that you know i can i, I can tell you something i've been pastoring for quite a while and financially what the lord does through the ministry from the beginning it's amazing I'm, i i financially it's amazing i can speak like this apostle I can say even though the church is in in deep poverty, but they do so much. I really do not mean they are poor, but what I meant is that they are not in the status like other people are, but they are doing great things for the Lord. People give for the gospel to be preached. People open their saving box for us to reach out to orphanage. Their saving box, they put it on the altar. That is what the man is saying. These people sacrifice not out of abundance, out of what they have. They sacrificed. That's what he meant by deep poverty. It really doesn't mean that they are begging on the streets. Okay, so verse 3. For to their power bear record, ye and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Do you see what I just said? Beyond their power they did what they have to do. So that's what he meant by poverty. It really does not mean that they are begging on the street. Verse 4. Let's end with this. Praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering of the saints and this they did not as we hoped but first gave their own selves to the lord and unto us by the will of god now go to the next chapter are you there the next chapter let's read verse one to three For as touching the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you, for I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you to them of Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal had provoked very many. Yet have I sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in in this behalf, that as I said, ye may be ready. What is talking about the offerings, the gatherings, the, the, the things that are given for the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just realize that I'm over and ahead of my time.
1: Welcome back. Christ was made poor for you to be rich. Or Christ was made poor for your wealth. You must understand that. He took your sins and took your poverty as well. Don't put up with poverty. It is not yours. Don't put up with poverty. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your wisdom that is at work in us. Thank you for your grace that is at work in us. I speak the knowledge of your grace upon each one of your children. As we walk in the light of this knowledge, that your poverty for our wealth may everyone who heard and listened to this podcast never put up with poverty and spot in their lives thank you lord may they use principles that is placed in their hands through this podcast by your spirit in jesus christ's name amen Hello! Have you been frauded before? Have you faced fraud in any form or fashion? Cyber fraud, bank fraud, or even physical fraudsters trying to swindle your money away from you with their old type of ideas that they push across to people. I'd like to have your story. I'd like to feature your story in our weekend talk shows. Get to us using the details On WhatsApp, 814-790-8731. That is Weekend Talk Shows on Love Kingdom United Podcast. Edmonds and Agape would like to appreciate all the partners, friends, supporters, and the esteemed members of Leo and Church who are regular listeners to Love Kingdom United Podcasts. Without your listenership we might not be able to make more programs. Thanks a million. You're God's best, keep up the good work.